0: Welcome to our podcast i'm daphne and i'm gina and this is this week in skating we scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates this
1: episode we're bringing you the news and updates through november 20th and we're back yes yes he's here
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> i know the last time that we recorded an episode i did not have much of a voice but we did get through it um yeah i had basically a week away from most things i had to have surgery to remove my gallbladder basically yeah it was one of those things that was not expected yeah I got home from the dance final. Everything was great. Uh, I had a wonderful time in Norwood for that. And that night I just uh, got very sick and ended up in the hospital.
1: I know you texted me when you got home from Norwood and you were just, oh, you were, couldn't wait to share the stories with me. And then I get a text message from you on Saturday saying you were in the hospital and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And of course, you know, it was totally unexpected. So trying to, you know, figure out if I could get a guest on the podcast, we had, as I told people in our my little update I recorded, we had a busy week. We were going to do our regular episode plus record an episode with a guest like that same day and then the next day doing another episode and it was trying to rearrange moving guests around and it so it was kind of crazy and i had tried to do something but it just didn't work and and i just wanted to let people know what was going on so that's why i recorded that thing and wanted people to make sure they were sending their well wishes to you and i'm so glad you're back and doing well and um we're back to yeah. doing podcasting again and it wasn't anything you know, it was still a serious there, thing yeah. for you, but it wasn't anything where, you know, it was going to keep you from doing a lot of the things you enjoy. You're you're ready to prepare for your next trip, which is going to be nationals. Um, yes. So, yes. So we have to look forward to that and, and the holidays and all of that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Modern medicine is a wonderful thing. Uh, it wasn't as simple a procedure as... They had hoped. There were a few little complications. But um, yeah, forced downtime gave me a lot of time to think and reevaluate some things. So it's so great to be back in my podcasting chair and with my microphone and just <laughs> kind of back in the zone. Um, it feels normal. And right now, that's really what I need um, in order to just you know continue to move forward um like i was in the hospital for five days i think so i had a lot of time to think um <laughs> there yeah there really wasn't a lot for me to do there so i definitely could not podcast from there
1: no well but
0: well you yeah. were gone
1: here we are we're now one week away from the like i mean this is it the grand prix is ending
0: this week it's like... crazy. I feel like the season is flying by. I think we market more because we are doing this weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited to, you know, as we're heading into the last one, to see who makes the final. It's just been quite a season and we'll talk about it a little bit with the NHK results. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, was really hard to watch live God. because on the east coast things were in the middle of the night
1: yeah yeah there was no i was not pulling any all-nighters props to anyone who did Um, yeah the last time i think i did that it was a four continents and i don't know when it was and i got myself sick and i said Mm -hmm. "Nope, never again am i doing that um so of course it's it makes it harder when it's like that, where we have an event that's at these weird hours, and especially with the situation going on with Peacock and not being able to um, see anything on demand, um, it made it harder to go back and try to watch things. Um, so, but yeah, I did. I saw the men and the pairs both live, and then I did try to go back and watch um, Dance and Women, and I know NBC had. Oh. The coverage on today, um, going back and showing uh, some of the men and the women. Um, but I didn't catch all of NBC's coverage because we were recording another podcast. Daphne, we have on two podcasts this week. So our regular one and then a special one just before Thanksgiving. So our little Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving treat for you, I guess we could call it.
0: Yes, it was something <laughs> that it's one of those... Special episodes that were in the works that got derailed a little bit while I was incapacitated, <laughs> but uh, we did were able to get that podcast recorded today. Excited to bring that uh, to you! Yes. It's coming out on Wednesday,
1: yes. So let's get back talking to NHK and we will start with the men. Um, and of course, world champion Shomo Uno. Um, everyone was. Talking about him because we were hoping to see if he would get his second gold um, of, the, of the Grand Prix season, which he did. Uh, he was in second after the short program, though. He fell on his quad toe, and he was not able to manage a combination. Now, in the free skate, he doubled his quad flip, but managed a quad loop, quad sow, and two, two quad toes, and two triple axles. He earned a season's best in the free skate to win his second Grand Prix gold of the season and to qualify for the Grand Prix final. Uh this is Shomo's third NHK gold medal, second in a row, and this is his eighth Grand Prix gold medal. It's kind of crazy to think about. I still imagine him as the little guy from Worlds in 2016 and and you know and here he is uh still competing and still competing, you know, doing very well. The leader after the short program was Soto Yamamoto. He actually was in the first group to skate. And now I watched the short program live and I will say I had, you know, tired eyes, but his program stood out to me because he was the only one to skate clean of the men in the short program. Um, in skating last, you know, he was the leader after the short, so he skated last after Shoma. And he needed to have a clean program to retain the top spot. Uh, hey, he had trouble with both his triple axles um, in the free skate. He did produce two quad toes and a quad, quad sow. Uh, he took home the silver medal his second this season, his second silver um, and he is qualified for the Grand Prix final as well. Just again, when we talk about anyone who's qualified for the Grand Prix final, that's based on right now their like their points. It hasn't been officially confirmed by the ISU, but it is indeed they have qualified. It's yes. Yeah, so it's just likely. so you know, there we 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 put that little asterisk. You know, it's not confirmed or it's you know unofficial, but it they will have qualified based on the points and based on how, you know, with who is left to still compete and how they will line up there.
0: Soda, I know we talked about in the last competition that he was in. He's a comeback skater mm-hmm. this year. I mean, he is he's having a great season and it's wonderful to, you know, see someone bounce back from a couple of seasons of injuries yes. to produce these you know, higher quality skates. And, um, yeah, I just, I think it's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. Well, Korea's Junmin Cha was in sixth place after the short program. Now, in his free skate, he executed a quad sao quad toe, five clean triples. Uh, he finished second in the free skate to finish in third overall. This is his second Grand Prix bronze medal this season. His sixth bronze medal of his Grand Prix career. The only medal he's ever gotten on the Grand Prix is bronze. So it's just kind of, you know, bronze is his color, I guess. It is. Um, now he's going to have to wait and see if his two bronzes will be enough to qualify for the final. Francis Adam sao was in third after the short program. He slipped to fifth overall, and Japan's Suzuki Tomono remained in fourth place. So as we said, now with only one Grand Prix left, there are only two Grand Prix final spots remaining for the men. Basically, um, along with Shomo and Soda, Cal Mira, who won silver at Skate America and Skate Canada, and Italy's Daniel Grossel, who finished fourth at Skate America but won gold last week at M.K. John Wilson Trophy, have qualified for the final. And that's both. This is their first Grand Prix final for both of them. Now still with a chance at the final are Ilya Molinen, Shun Soto, Keegan Messing, Katsua, Saboy, and Camden Polkinen. Now we as we said, Adam and Jinwa Cha both have twenty two points. They have to wait to see what happens in Finland. So that's just a little recap of the men and where we stand heading into the last event, um, Finland.
0: So in the women's event, like the men, the reigning world champion Kiaori Sakamoto saw herself in second place with Korea's Yelim Kim, the leader after the short program. Yelim had a clean program where Kiyori received an under-rotation for her triple-triple combination. However, unlike the men, Yelim stayed on top. She finished the free skate in second place as she struggled with both her triple flips in the free skate, but she became the first woman from Korea to win gold on the Grand Prix series since Yuna Kim in 2009. With her silver at France and gold at NHK, she should be qualified in there for the Grand Prix final. Kiori Sakamoto fought back in the free skate, hoping to take the top spot, but the mistakes in the free, including singling her triple toe, um, cost her some points. She did win the free skate, but was unable to overcake, overtake Yilam Kim. Gold at Skate America and silver at NHK. Kiari also uh, qualifies for the final. Only .06 separated Kiari and Japan's Ryan Sumiyoshi after the short program. Ryan attempted a quad toe, but it was downgraded. She also had a downgraded triple Sao Kao. This is Ryan's second bronze medal. She'll have to wait to see if that's enough for the final. With just one Grand Prix left, only three Grand Prix final spots remain, along with Yila Macchiari, Isabel Lovito is qualified for her first Grand Prix final. Still with a chance for the final, Luna Hendricks, Mai Mihara, Mana Kowabi, Rika Kiara, and Anastasia Gubanova. Um, also have a shot at it, and Rika Watanabe and Ryan Sumiyoshi each have 22 points.
1: Well, moving on to the pairs, there were only six pairs teams in the pairs event. We had a, there was a couple of withdrawals at the last minute there, but the event belonged to Japan's Rika Miura and Ryuchi Kiara. They had almost a 14-point lead after the short program. Now, in the Free Skate, the only glitches were Rika under-rotated the Triple salchow and touched down on the Throw Triple Lutz. But they won the event by 28 points uh, with their gold at NHK Trophy and Skate Canada. They have qualified for the Grand Prix Final. I just enjoy watching these two. I, and I, I think I tweeted out about it. Just their love of being out there and enjoying themselves it just makes you smile just watching them. I just love them (laughs) watching them. And uh, so I'm, you know, I'm glad that they have done well here on the Grand Prix and that they have qualified for the final. Now, Team USA's Emily Chan and Spencer Howe were in second after the short program. Now in their free skate, they have um, a planned triple sow Cow double axle, double axle sequence. They actually opened the program with it. Um, And I think that's a, I mean, that's a great element to, you know, start the program with. Um, but Emily doubled the sow cow. Uh, she also doubled the plan. um, triple toe, um, side by side jump. Um, now I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but they don't start their program with the triple twist. I know pairs. That's what they, everybody tends to do. They open the program with the triple twist. It's their third element. Um, So that's very interesting. Again, they have their uh, big sequence at the beginning of their program. With two silver medals, they will qualify for the final in their first Grand Prix season. Um, They were on the Grand Prix in 2020, if you want to say the Skate America domestic, but I don't count that. So this is their first Grand Prix season. And Canada's Brooke McIntosh and Benjamin Mamar took home the bronze, their first Grand Prix medal. Now, with one Grand Prix event left, there is only really one Grand Prix final spot, Uh, along with Rika and Ryuchi and Emily and Spencer, Alexa Kinnear and Brandon Frazier, who won gold at both their events, Deanna Stiletto and Maxim Deschamps, who won silver at Skate America and gold at Grand Prix France, and Sarah Conti and Niccolo Machi, who were third at Skate Canada and second at MK John Wilson, also qualified for the Grand Prix final. And there are a number of teams that still have a chance to qualify for the final um, that are competing this week in uh, Finland. And then Camille Kovalev and Pavel Kovalev and Brooke McIntosh and Benjamin Mamar both have 20 points and they need to see how things play out and see if they will qualify. But yeah, the pair's spots, there's just one spot left and a couple of teams that could take that one spot.
0: In Ice Dance, we had a bit of a surprise.
1: Yes, we did!
0: (laughs) A surprise that continued from the Rhythm Dance and into the Free Dance. So Canada's Fournier Beaudry and Sorensen set new personal season's best in all phases of competition to win their first Grand Prix gold ever. This was an upset over world bronze medalists Madison Chalk and Evan Bates, who did set new season's best scores, but were unable to retake or take the top spot. Um, So they had to settle for silver. Both teams will head to the Grand Prix final. And Caroline Green and Michael Parsons won the bronze. Only 1.28 separated first and second place.
1: Now, uh, Madison and Evan debuted like a different free dance, right? You know, with different costumes and there were some changes they made to it.
0: Yes. It had a different vibe from what we saw at Skate America. I'm sure it's a work in progress throughout the rest of the season. We'll probably see some more changes before they get to um, the world championships later at the end of the season. And we'll see them next um, in two months. We're going to see them at nationals. Right. So with only one Grand Prix left, only two Grand Prix Final spots remain, in addition to the Canadians and uh Chalk and Bates, Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri, who won gold at France and MK John Wilson. At, um, and Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson, who won silver at Skate Canada and MK John Wilson Trophy, have also qualified for the final. Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier and Caitlin Hawag and Jean-Luc Baker will both compete at Grand Prix Espoo in Finland and will likely um, solidify their spots in the final as well. Marjorie LeJoie and Zachary Laga have 22 points, um, so it's going to come down to those three teams for the last two spots. Moving on to another competition. Imagine <laughs> other competitions. We have the Warsaw Cup Challenger Series event. Francis Kevin Amos won the men's event. He'll also compete in Finland. So it'll be his first Grand Prix of the season after he withdrew from France. Poland's Ekaterina Karakova, who just competed in, Sheff- in Sheffield, won the women's event. Australia's Anastasia Golubova and Hector Giotopoulos-Moore won the Pairs event. It's their first senior international medal. They'll now get ready for the Junior Grand Prix Final. Italy's Matteo Garis debuted his new partnership with Lucretia Bacari. Megan Dehamel made note of Italy's depth in pair skating. Yeah. France's Luisa de Mogget and Theo Le Mercier won the Ice Dance event. Also taking place this week, we had the Open Dandora and Skate CG in Slovenia. We will put those results in our show notes as usual.
1: Yeah. Well, this didn't take place this past week, but we wanted to mention sectionals and the dance and pairs final because we weren't able to talk about it um last week. So we're gonna just talk a little bit about the sectionals that took place in the finals. Um, Because Daphne was actually at the dance final, so she can talk to us a little bit about that. But, um, so we're going to, I'm going to mention some of the winners here and who qualified and things like that. First singles. Now, the top four athletes per section. Now, we had Midwesterns, Pacific Coast, and Easterns per level in juvenile, intermediate, and novice advanced to the high-performance national development camp. Now, I don't know if... People are familiar with that, but that ta- has taken the place of the younger, di- the, the lower disciplines um, competing at nationals. So they, they now qualify to go to camp that is held at the same time as nationals. They actually get to attend nationals, but they don't compete in nationals anymore. This was a change in 2020. So the winners in the juvenile boys and girls, uh, Easterns, was Eric Lee and Skylar Lutawa-Pagaro, Pacific Coast Hianatari-Ten and Allison Brooks, Midwesterns Mike Wang and Eliana Andrews. The winners in the Intermediate Boys and Girls, in Eastern's Alec Tankovic and Coco Zhang, in Pacific Coast Yao Zhang Zhang and Elena Coates, in Midwesterns, Angela Shao and Jitzong Wang. Again, I apologize if I'm saying anybody's names wrong here. These are some new skaters to me. I don't know all these skaters. I look forward to learning more about them. Um, in Novice Boys and Girls, Easterns, Zachary Lopinto and Ella Sui. In Pacific Coast, Vakalev Vasquez and Annika Chow. In Midwesterns, Nicholas Brooks and Jessica Jerka. Now all of the juvenile, intermediate, and novice events can be viewed on demand in the U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone. So if you want to go back and watch those, you can. So congratulations to the winners in juvenile, intermediate, and novice. For the juniors, the top four athletes per section advance to nationals, plus the top two novice athletes per section are invited to skate up to juniors and compete at nationals. Now, the winners for the ju- junior men and women in the Easterns, it was Mia Barkow and Robert Yampolski. Now, Robert elected to compete even though he already had a bye to Nationals. So, for the men, the top five from Easterns will go to Nationals. At Pacific Coast, it's Luca Brassard, and he also had a bye to Nationals because he has qualified for the Junior Grand Prix final. And Soho Lee midwesterns adele zhang and beck stromer now for senior women there were eight spots available for nationals now there are the minimums the tes minimums are 24 for the short program and 40 for the free skate the first and second place winners at Easterns, pacific coast and midwesterns qualify for nationals along with two skaters with the next best national score. Now, there could possibly be three going. Karen Chen has a bye to nationals, and she has not determined if she plans to use her bye or not. We don't know officially um, what she plans to do. Now, winners for the senior women were Easterns. It was Ava Ziegler with Ting Sui in second. So Ting will head to nationals for the first time since 2019. Pacific Coast, it was Josephine Lee with Hannah Harold in second. Midwesterns, it was Elsa Chang, and she had the highest total score of sectionals. And Alexa Gasparato came back from seventh place in the short program to place second and qualify for her first national. So congratulations there. Now, for the senior men, there were 10 spots available for nationals. The TES minimums are 25 for short program, 48 for free skate. The first and second place winners at Easterns, Pacific Coast, and Midwesterns qualify along with four skaters with the next best national score. Winners for the senior men were at Easterns. It was Maxim Numoff. Andrew Torgashev was second, and he actually won the free skate and had the best showing of his season. He attempted a quad toe and a triple axel in his free skate. In Pacific Coast, Jun Su Kim, highest total score of sectionals, and he, I guess, had a really high score by by a lot, I'm hearing. Um, Yaroslav Pena was second there. And Midwestern's Daniel Martinoff and Matthew Nelson. Matthew Nelson was second. So congratulations to everybody in the singles, um, all levels, all sectionals. Um, you know, whether you're heading to camp or you're heading to Nationals, congratulations. Um, and if this was the end of your season, hope um, it you know you learned a lot and you're prepared for next season.
0: Yes, and as Gina mentioned, I did go to the dance final, so we're going to transition to ice dance. For juvenile, intermediate, and novice dance teams, the top nine teams per level will advance to the high-performance national development camp. Winners in juvenile were Marion Carhart and Dennis Bledsoe. Marion is the younger sister of Helena Carhart, who skates with Volodymyr Harovi. In Intermediate, the sibling team of Grace Fisher and Luke Fisher. They're actually coached by Benjamin Augusto and Catherine Hill. And in Novice, Sylvia Lee and Rowan LeCocq, who um, train in New Jersey. They are coached by Kristen Frazier and Igor Lukanen. For juniors, all 13 teams from the final qualified for Nationals, and that includes winners Lea Nesset and Artem Markilov. For seniors, with 10 teams receiving buys, there were only five spots available for nationals at the dance final. Winners were Emilea Zengis and Vadim Kolechnik, but also qualifying for nationals are Isabella Flores and Ivan Desyatov, Angela Ling, Caleb Wine, Rafaela Contius and Alexei Shepatov, and Leah Krautskoff and Yuan Shijin. All five teams have met the nationals' TES minimums. 23 for the Rhythm Dance and 42 for the Free Dance.
1: Well, the Pairs Final took place at Midwesterns. Um, yes. For Juvenile, Intermediate, and Novice Pairs, the top four teams in Novice, plus five additional teams in Juvenile and Intermediate, per criteria approved by the Pairs Development and Technical Committee, will advance to the High Performance National Development Camp. Now, the winners in Juvenile Intermediate and Novice are Juvenile was Ashley Ma and Connor Fant, Intermediate Jolena Cronin and Jared McPike, and Novice Audrey Park and Carter Griffin. Now, for juniors, all nine teams that competed at the Pairs' final in juniors qualified for nationals. Winners were Allie Kortek and Timmy Chapman. Now, Kayla Smith and Andy Dang did not compete at the Paris Final. They received a bye due to qualifying for the Junior Grand Prix Final. Now, for seniors with eight teams receiving byes, there were only four spots available for nationals at the Paris Final. Now, Sonia Barham and Daniel Tumensiv competed at the, the Paris Final. They won um, the event, but they had already received a bye due to qualifying for the Junior Grand Prix final. So they aren't factored into those four available spots. There were four other senior pairs teams competing at the final, but one of the teams did not meet the minimums, of uh, the TES minimums of 22 for the short program and 40 for the free skate. So there will only be 11 pairs that have qualified for nationals. Um, so, yeah, so that's a recap of the Pairs final, you know, dance final, all of that. Again, congratulations to everyone. Uh, Daphne, I know you had a great time at the dance I final. Did.
0: It was <laughs> so much fun to get to watch skaters of all levels. Some of the teams um, at the lower levels I saw earlier in the season, either in Dallas or like Placid. It was just so much fun to see how programs have progressed and how teams have improved even in like a short six-month period.
1: Yeah. So. Well, moving on to our general skating news, we start off with an update on what's going on regarding the medal situation. The World Anti-Doping Agency has asked the Court of Arbitration for Sport to find Camila Valieva guilty of doping, seeking a four-year ban and a disqualification of all of her results from December 25th 2021 onward. So that would include her 2022 Russian title, her European title. And of course, what we've all been, you know, talking about and wondering about is the Olympic team gold medal. So that's the latest we have here. And so we'll just keep uh, bringing you any updates regarding this situation as they become available.
0: Well, entries were posted for the final ISU challenger event, 2022, 2022, golden spin of zagreb it's important to note that golden spin takes place the same week and weekend as the grand prix final and as usual entries are subject to change
1: yeah yeah i think there were some entries on there that people have possibly qualified for the grand prix final and again the You know, federations put in their entries really early, so they're, you know, bound to change. So we just wait and see who will actually be competing when the competition happens. Now, this was announced on November 9th, but we figured we'd mention it um, again because we didn't get to mention it, but Skate Canada International will be returning to Vancouver in 2023. The last time it was in Vancouver was actually in 2021. Um, no location yet for Skate America. I know when people hear Skate Canada being announced, they wonder where Skate America is going to be. So we have no location yet for Skate America. U.S. figure skating usually announces it in the
0: spring. Alexander Gorshkov, the president of Russian Figure Skating Federation and the 1976 Olympic champion in ice dance with his late wife, Ludmilla, passed away on November 17th at the age of...
1: 76. Moving on to our recent interviews segment. While Unlaced with Chalk and Bates podcast is back, season two. Their first episode was November 11th and it was with Jason Brown.
0: Yes. And we had talked with Maddie and Evan when we saw them at Skate America. It was just fun to talk a bit of podcasting, yeah. You know, tech the technical stuff behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, like what um, software they use, how yeah. he, how Evan edits it. It was really kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. So the LA Times had an article by veteran sports columnist Helene Elliott, um, and the article was about Star Andrews. Star also has appeared on Jennifer Hudson's syndicated daytime talk show on November 14th. So we'll include links to that in the show notes.
1: Well, U.S. Figure Skating's Fan Zone did a couple articles this week ahead of NHK Trophy. Star Andrews and her first Grand Prix medal. um, There was an article about that in the Fan Zone, so Star was definitely on um, in the news this week. But also Caitlin Hawayek. There was an article about her with her talking about what happened in Skate America, um, and you know with the situation with the fan that came up to her and um, it really was a great article. I highly recommend reading it. She talks about how she wants to speak out and make a difference for younger generations. There was also um, some quotes in there from team doctors and, and specialists and there is there. So definitely check that article out if you haven't done so.
0: Um, Also on the fan zone was an article on Emily Chan and Spencer Howe and their rise in pair skating. Um, We mentioned earlier they've pretty much qualified for their first Grand Prix Mm -hmm. final. It's pretty incredible. So um, be sure to check that out. Olympics.com had an interview with Shoma Uno and Stefan Lambiel talking about how Uno is approaching the new Olympic quad.
1: Well, there was also a separate video with Shoma, and he talks about how he feels he still hasn't reached the highest level in the world in figure skating uh I'm, I'm wondering what shomo still wants to reach um because yeah I think he's like <laughs> i think he's at the highest level but um yeah. so yeah definitely check that video out with shomo and rinka Watanabe. there is an article about her some top facts that you didn't know about the skate canada champion now nbc olympics Phil Hirsch interviewed Jason Brown about his announcement to compete at the 2023 U.S. Championships. Talks about how he came about that decision, his programs, uh, if he's just going to compete at nationals or if he's planning to compete beyond. So uh, read that story if you want to know about Jason um, and his plans going forward. So moving on to our social media updates, we are going to start out with Nathan Chen. Nathan Chen is featured in the new music video for the acoustic version of Hold Me Closer by Elton John and Britney Spears. Um, It was uploaded to Elton John's official channel on November 17th, so if you haven't seen the music video, check it out. He's on the ice at Yale. Now, I don't know if you'll be able to catch it live by the time you're hearing this podcast. So you may just need to go back and catch it online. But Nathan will appear on NBC's Today Show today, November 21st. So by the time this podcast comes out, I'm thinking it already has aired but you can definitely go online we'll you know put the link um to the today show so you can find the video of Nathan on the today show his book comes out this week November 22nd so i think that's why he's on the today show uh, my copy should be arriving soon and i'm looking forward to reading it i hope uh, all of you are in, you know inter- who are interested are going to enjoy his book as well
0: so Ashley Kane posted videos of her and Timothy LeDuc skating together in Chicago. It's always nice to see them on the ice together.
1: Yeah, I think they're doing a show coming up here soon. I think that's why before Ashley then heads back out with Disney on ice. So Well Luna Hendricks posted that she is the Belgium champion. So Belgium nationals must have happened this week.
0: Ashley Wagner's announced that her skate and sculpt will be coming into Canada. So anyone in Canada who's been watching what Ashley's been up to with this project will soon have the opportunity to uh, maybe participate in a class on your own. Yeah.
1: Estonia's Solan Mazinga posted on social media that before Finlandia Trophy, she had a very bad fall hit her head, and had to go into emergency surgery. She is posting updates with photos on her Instagram. I think the most recent one was on November 17th. So wishing her all the best in her recovery and hope to see her out there on the ice again soon.
0: And Art on Ice's Instagram account has been busy revealing cast members for their upcoming shows in Switzerland from February 2nd through the 12th. 2023 they announced jason brown would be joining um they on november 11th and Kinnearum and Fraser were announced on october 28th
1: well tim dolinsky shared a video of his october 15th wedding to his wife sarah they met both while touring with disney on ice so congratulations to them
0: and moving on to upcoming events for the week Grand Prix of Espoo, the last Grand Prix event, is coming up. Luna Hendricks, Mai Mahara, Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier, Caitlin Hawag and Jean-Luc Baker, Ilya Malinin, just to name a few.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully this one will be better for our time so we can watch it live, a little bit more live than... Um, NHK was for us here on the East Coast and and with it being a a long weekend for us with Thanksgiving here in the States um, we can have some extra time to watch some skating but Carolina Costner presents the Golden Skate Awards with Stefan Lambiel and Javier Fernandez in Milan on November 26th so if you're interested in that we'll put more information in our show notes now it is that time of year, Daphne, it's Christmas time, it you know, is. lots of Christmas shows and performances. I remember when I was skating with my skating club, we did Nutcracker on Ice, I think almost every year. So there's a lot of those shows going on and we've been finding some, you know, tree lightings and all that that we will be mentioning in the coming weeks. But if you're with a skating club or your skating club is doing a Christmas show And you would like us to mention it on the podcast, let us know. Um, I will tell you how to do that in just a second. But, yeah, we want to know about these shows and performances. We'd love to mention them on the podcast. So, you know, think about that. If you've got um, a Nutcracker on ice or Frozen or whatever your skating club is doing to celebrate the holidays, let us know.
0: Yeah, we'd love to promote it. And Gina... Why don't you share where they can find us and how they might be able to do that?
1: Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. And on social media, Facebook and Instagram, it's This Week in Now, Twitter, I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, what's going on with Twitter. We're still on Twitter right now. And you can find us on Twitter at, at @thiswkinskating.com. And if should Twitter go down, we will let you know where we land. That would be the alternative to Twitter. Um, but we love your feedback and, or your questions. Again, you got a Christmas show? Let us know. You can reach out to us on social media, or you can email uh, email us at thisweekinskating@gmail.com.
0: At we really appreciate all of the feedback uh, that we've received from you, all of the suggestions and just the support that has come through our social media and email. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We have been working really hard to continue to grow and build the podcast. And we just can't do that without you guys. It's Mm -hmm. really, really important. So we like to end our podcast by talking about some of the various things that are going on at the individual websites over at IDC. Now that I'm back home, um, I've been able to finish editing all of the photos from the ice dance final. I do still have some awards picks that I'm planning to share on social media, but we're in pretty good shape. Those picks are up. Um we're all also I'm also expecting some photos from the last two Grand Prix. As soon as I have them, I will get them online for you to view. Gina, what's going on over at FSO?
1: Well, since I wasn't able to podcast, I was a little bit busy over at FSO. <laughs> uh, we released an article with Greta and John Crawford, the twins from Sweden who actually have their second Grand Prix. They'll be competing in Finland. They were at Skate America. It's a great um, interview with them. Really talks about the devastating injury she had and how uh, they just came back at like Skate America. It was like their only one month back on the ice. So definitely check that out with them. I also did an interview with Amber Glenn talking about her medal at Skate America. And then hopefully um, she was hoping to get a second Grand Prix medal in Finland, or in, at NHK Trophy, excuse me, and hopefully qualify for the Grand Prix Final. Unfortunately, she did not have good performances in Japan, but that article is there. I also have photos from MK John Wilson Trophy, and as soon as I get photos from NHK Trophy, I will have those as well.
0: It's a been a busy time. <laughs> sure. Has. Gina Gina and I had been looking at the calendar trying to decide when we might take a week off from podcasting, which we'll probably still do in December around mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, but we'll we'll have some other goodies. We're working on yes. some additional yes. <laughs> you know, interviews and discussions um, that we can share with you. Yes. During that downtime, because uh, we don't want to leave you without having a little twiz to listen to <laughs> during your week. Right. Um, and with that, we've reached the end of our episode. Yes. Gina, it's so great to be back being it's able so to podcast. It's so great to have you
1: back, Daphne. I'm so glad you're back.
0: So glad to be back and doing this. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Daphne.
1: And I'm Gina.
0: And you've been listening to This Week in Skating.
1: Have a great week and happy Thanksgiving!